Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. From their awkward middle school years to founding Betches and beyond, get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Jordana. And I'm Sammy. And you sound really excited this morning. Like, you know, could well, you be more? Sammy, we went, we went, we had a client meeting in person last night, which was very exciting, which you were at. Um, yes. <laughs> so we record this podcast early on Thursdays. So it's, uh, it wasn't my best night of sleep. But do I ever sound that excited? Really? Is this an excuse? I don't know. You sound more excited other times. But yeah, those I, I was watching you drink those like uh, goblets of wine. And I was just <laughs> thinking like, it was going to be a bad fucked. idea for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weirdly, the restaurant we went to served wine in like water glasses, but like very healthy pours. So, yeah. Yeah. I felt the lot. hangover coming from that. But. So Mike left this morning for his bachelor party. So I have the apartment to myself, I think, for the first time since the pandemic. What are you going to do? Three until Sunday evening. I have three plus days. Um, I don't know. Just go crazy. Do all the things that annoy him. Like what? (laughs) Like leave my hairbrush everywhere. He hates when I like leave my hairbrush like in the kitchen because I'll be like, what? Which is like fine. It's kind of gross. But like, um, I'm going to order all the foods that only I want. <laughs> watch the shows that I want to watch. It's going to be crazy. Are you feeling like anxious about his bachelor party? Where is he going? He is going to Austin. I do not feel anxious about his bachelor party. OK, that's good. Austin's, yeah. you know, rather tame. I also like I'm not like I, you, you would think I would be just given my like relationship anxiety, but I actually feel like I trust him and like I'm not even I didn't even think of that. Really? I trust like, him, too. But as yeah. a listener of you up, mm-hmm. I, you know, I had to ask. Plus, it's funny because like when we first started dating, he went to a bachelor party in Vegas and this girl recognized him from like the podcast. And she went over to him um, and said hello. And then he was like telling me about that. I'm like, yeah, I've got eyes everywhere. Yeah. You did. <laughs> yeah. So you never know who might be. <laughs> yeah. You never know who might be watching Mike. So yeah. no, but he's a good guy. I have no. Um, it's fine. I'm, I'm more excited to have like a few days to like. I'll probably get like really bored and like probably like halfway through today. But in my head, I'm like, right, I I have work today and tomorrow. But in my head, I'm also like, I don't know, like I'm thinking about um, just doing nothing alone. It's a great long time. I love to do nothing alone. You know, it's it's the best. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's going to be interesting. Um, So I'll let you know how that journey goes. Yes, definitely. If you get if you get lonely, you know where to find me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the Emmys were this week. We didn't watch them candidly. Um, Sammy and I both didn't watch them. I heard Ted Lasso, a show that I hate, won many, many awards. 
Yeah, Emmy's not interested in watching award shows these days, especially when you have a double lineup of Potomac and Salt Lake City conflicting with the Emmys. No, thank you. I need to see what Ashley Darby's going to do next. Who even decides who wins the Emmys? The whole thing seems like it was brought about in an age of like pre-social media where like there was like a panel of people who chose like no one gives a shit what those people think really i don't i don't anyway i guess the people who win the emmys do but i'm just kind of like like it's 2021 the the like the it's a jury of our peers like right well people can i be honest our peers also like ted lasso Like, right. I mean, sometimes our peers get it wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah. saying, um, no, I, and that's not just specifically for Ted Lasso, just generally speaking, like the idea of award shows in general just seem a little dated to me. Right. Yeah. I mean, they they are dated. It's like all gatekeeping and like it's obviously it's not how the world works just, anymore. Right. And I and I think that's why there's like all those controversies around like Emmy's so white, because like. It's very old. You know what I mean? It's very like old school. And the people who are judging are not like taking into consideration like kind of what the average person thinks or what like, you know, what direction we're heading in in terms of like trying to recognize not the most obvious people like. Right. Okay. Well, let's quickly talk about um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because it's obvious it's a season that we're talking about every episode. I'm sorry. You could fast forward. We'll put a timestamp in as to where we are no longer talking about it. Yeah. What did you think of last night? I, I, I watched it after I got home from Same. our meeting. So it wasn't like my most my sharpest watch. Same. I actually like I, I watched the end and then I went back and watched the beginning. So <laughs> I feel like you do that with things. I don't know why. I, it, well, it was because I got home too late. That was why. Oh, you so you were watching it live? I watched the end of the first one live. The end okay. live of the first viewing. And then I then there was um, Watch What Happens Live, which Sutton was on, and uh, Salt Lake City rerun. And then I watched like the first 20 minutes of the, the Beverly Hills episode. Right. Did you see so, Kyle is in like Halloween movie or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> it looks terrifying. I it looks it looks terrible. <laughs> I mean, I can't. Terrifying. It looks terrifyingly bad. I, I'm not like a horror movie person, so like I wouldn't really enjoy any horror movie. I don't like need to make myself scared. I'm scared enough as it is. Oh, I kind of like them. I like so not all of them. Some of them are like bad, but like some the well-made like thriller like That's not scary a horror movie. movie. Not yeah, I guess there's a difference, but like there's a, like there's movies with like suspense and like someone could get murdered. Like I like like I guess it's not a horror movie. That's there's a thriller. Like mur- it's like a more like a murder, a psychological like, thriller. Yeah, I, love. I like a psych- I love a psychological. Thriller. Same, but I hate a horror movie. So <clears throat> right, I don't need like the gore. Yeah, any that shit. Yeah, same. I just need the suspense. But yeah, but you can get really scared in a psychological th- thriller too. Yeah, but like in a different, in a way that doesn't disturb me as much. Fair. Personally, because I don't like, yeah, I really just have an aversion to like gross, the blood, that kind of stuff, physical pain, you know. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Beverly Hills. What was the first half? They got to, oh, they, um, they all stop, stop at Kyle's house to all then take separate cars. It was very weird to Unclear. Del Mar. Yeah. Um, Kathy refers, doesn't know the name of the woman who works in her house. <laughs> 
All right, Kathy's beginning to annoy me a little bit. Kathy's an asshole. Like, like, right. It's you don't know who Bernie Sanders is. Like, shut up. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't want to know who Bernie Sanders is. I right. Think. But it's like, you know, I mean, it's like cute at first, and then it's like you're kind of annoying. The whole thing, the whole like wacky, like out of it persona yeah. was like. I think people think it's like, oh, she's so funny, but actually she's just in so self-absorbed that she actually right. doesn't know what's going on with other people. Like, it's not a funny thing. It's actually she's a huge asshole. And um, I know people like love her and but she's I mean, not I guess a nice woman. <laughs> she's an she's like um, Lucille Bluth. Do you no, know she, what I mean? Like, yeah, but, but like less she's obvious. Also, yeah. I mean, she kind of is just like Lucille Bluth, but I also think she has like more Lucille Bluth wasn't like um like diabolical, and I actually think Kathy is. So Right. Lucille Bluth was more just like like wildly indifferent. Right. <laughs> Kathy's not wildly indifferent. Right. Yeah. She's pretending to be wildly indifferent. Which is so much worse. At least me and Regina George know we're mean. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, <laughs> Kathy, Kathy tries to pretend like she's all innocent. Literally. Like, okay, so she doesn't know the name of the woman who works in her house. She calls her the lady. It's fucked up. Um, yeah. That was the first thing that stuck out in like the beginning of the episode to me. And then they all go, they all take their separate cars, <laughs> like contributing to the traffic in California. For no reason. So they all they should have separate- taken public transportation or just like share a car, <laughs> share a car, you know, right. Get a party bus. Yeah. Fair. So they all share a car to Del Mar. Um, they got there. They got their rooms. Kathy and Kyler in the biggest room, the presidential suite. Um, and then they all sit down for like dinner. Can I say that the hotel didn't look that nice? I- it was like nice enough. But like kind of old. I I think it, it is there. old. It it is old. Like that is the vibe. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't like so wowed by like the Fairmont Del Mar. Fairmont yeah. Grand Del Mar. Her, maybe um yeah. maybe it's owned by the Hilton. That's why they I'm sure it is. I think Fairmont is owned by Hilton. Let me see. I think you're right, actually. But that is that is a factor. Okay, so the dinner. I mean, the dinner was like a little bit boring. What did you think of right. the dinner? I don't remember much. And again, I was drinking before it, but mm. I don't remember there being I would I don't remember being like wowed by the the drama of it. It's basically the same thing where like Erica's saying that like she won't be called a liar. And then she's like, um, oh, he allegedly and they were like, why is she saying allegedly when she's the one who's it's why the, the idea that like I imagine like I told you a story and then yeah. like the next time I brought it up, I was like allegedly Mike went on his bachelor party this weekend and you'd be like, what are you talking about? You're the one who told me that. Right. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, okay, but that just makes it like even weirder. Like, why don't any of the women say anything to her face except Sutton? Like, why is no one make ask a question? Right. It's because I guess they don't want to like be in the center of the drama, but you would think that that would make them more like able to stay on the show. Well, I think they're scared of her. I don't really get why, but they're definitely scared of her. Sutton is also scared of her, even though she's been vindicated. And I also, okay, I don't know if you were like paying attention to this, but like both Bethany and Camille said that they already knew about Tom Girardi like years ago. So it's like, how did these women not know? 
Right. They obviously knew more. They're all like very almost like too into as actresses like playing dumb in like a bad way. Like Brenna, like, no, yeah. no. What? What? <laughs> right. Oh gosh. Right. <laughs> Rena's hypocrisy is really annoying me. I, I have more I think Rena. about the way that she treated also um Denise. Denise, it like annoys me. Not that like I mean Denise is like this huge victim of whatever. I mean, like, but they did they, they, she did. She was like demanding honesty from Denise about something that literally had not like was not hurting anyone but Denise. Potentially Denise's husband, I guess, maybe. But probably just Denise. I mean, you could argue that she was like trying to push Denise to like Denise's marriage to be like fucked, you know, publicly. Yeah, but not literally no victims outside of the two of them. No. And like, I'm sure she was dealing like like she was demanding the truth there. Like, she looks like such an asshole. I mean, also the fact that like Denise and Garcelle were Rena's friends like before this show. So she like gets her friends on the show and then she like throws them under the bus so hard. Right. Well, it's probably almost like part of her plan. Like, it's very manipulative. I think I feel like uh, Vanderpump used to do that, too. Yeah. Messed up. Bad, bad day for the Lisa's. Yeah. Oh, I just want to fact check ourselves. And I Googled it. And um, Hilton does not actually own Fairmont. Okay, that's important. I apologize for the slander of Kathy Hilton. They don't own. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm sure she's listening. Yeah. Oh, sure. (laughs) What is a podcast? Yeah. What is a podcast? (laughs) Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable, and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Lux Bamboo Viscose, Their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Okay, also speaking, yeah, all these women, like, they're, like, that's why I think Sutton is so, like, willing to not backtrack on her words because she's like, they're making me feel like I'm crazy, but I know this is real. Everyone knows this is real. And she's probably just like, it's not worth it to like, like, look like you're supporting this, like, very immoral woman. Right. And I think, I mean, I do think that's funny. I do think there's like a Southern, like, I don't know if it's a code, vibe, but it's like a, it's like a thing of, Probably less Beverly Hills, where I feel like in Beverly Hills, there's like this kind of like anything goes like do whatever you need to do to get to the top kind of like vibe, like have sex with whoever you need to have sex with. And like, you know, 
you need to be a little shady, like be a little shady, like getting to the top. is like very like being as famous as, and as rich as you can is like the most important thing. And I do think there's like a Sutton Southern sensibility about like more about like appearances. And I don't know if it's about like, oh, she's so much more moral than Erica. I mean- it's just more about like the appearance of morality, I think is a lot more important to Sutton than it is to like any of the other ones. Well, if you're trying to appear moral, you kind of have to be more like, you know what I mean? You can't sometimes you can't like make yourself appear more moral than you are unless you actually are being more, quote unquote, moral. Well, Sutton's trying to appear. I don't know if she cares necessarily about being more moral as much as she does care about appearing to her charities and her community as not associated with something like this, which is fine. Well, maybe that's why she's unafraid to like just stick up for for like what she thinks because she's like maybe that's what makes her what that's what makes her unafraid to like assert her opinion because she knows that like there could be consequences if she didn't right which i'm saying none of them none of the other ones seem to like have that fear. i like sutton i actually like she grows on me more and more her friendship with garcelle is real and i think it's pretty rare that you get like real friendships on the show anymore so i definitely appreciate yeah. that She's come a long way since her like fairly racist comment or not really racist. It's almost more like it's more that she argued that she yeah. doesn't, well, doesn't see race. Crystal yeah. asked her, are it's you one really of those racist. people who doesn't see color? I take that back. Well, yeah. Crystal asked her, are you one of those people who doesn't see color? And she was like, yes. <laughs> so it's not like she said, I don't see color like out of nowhere. Like she Crystal like, asked was implying her. it. No, she was. Uh, right. Yeah. But here's the thing. Sutton's like actual friendship with Garcelle. I think speaks like speaks more to who she is and how she's able to like I guess handle a racial barrier than right. like a fight with Crystal does because she's Sutton's the one who's able to have like a real genuine friendship with Garcelle. Right. She like I mean I thought her like when she was talking about like feeling like very um, different and alone like I thought that was a very interesting scene and it was like it's funny, like Kathy Hilton being like, yeah, I felt different. And she's like, because <laughs> you're the richest. <laughs> right. Like, I felt weird having more money than everyone in the room. Yeah. Um, and Garcelle's like, yeah, I feel like that like every day. Like, well, what I felt was so OK. What left me a little bit like unsettled about that scene was that like it almost felt like the other women were treating it like almost like vulnerability porn. Like they wanted to like right. knock They're her like, I'm down so a happy. So proud I'm of so you for happy. crying and crying. Yeah. yeah. They were like, they wanted to like knock her down a peg so that they could like, I don't I know, like they have were knocked like, her down. Like tell, yeah. I feel like they wanted to knock her down so they could feel like savior E by being like, oh, like I'm going to give Garcelle like a hug and like let it all go because like, you know, like I get it or something yeah. or like, yeah, which is like not the case. I it agree. Felt, it felt like a little... weirdly exploitative. Like, ooh, we got her to cry. Now we can accept her. Like, right. It's like hazing. Yeah, it did feel like a little bit like that. So that that scene rubbed me the wrong way. Um, yeah, I feel like we covered everything. Sutton broke her ankle or sprained her ankle. Must be because her legs are so skinny. Why did she sprain her ankle? I don't think I was even like following that. She, she said she had fell? had like issues with her foot for like the past two years and Um, she looks very thin in her confessionals i've found she is very thin 
more so in her confessionals, I think, than in the in the show. But I guess maybe she like. Oh. I mean, I think the effect of being on TV makes people lose weight. That's it's true. Just, well, it's kind of like you see yourself in motion for like a seat, like a season, and you're like hyper. It's probably like seeing yourself in a picture, but like on steroids. Yeah, I mean, Sutton's always been thin. She she also like walked. Okay, it's so funny that Erica's like, oh, Miss Small Town. It's like Sutton walked in Fashion Week. She paid for Rinna to go to. She, she paid for Rinna and Harry Hamlin to go to um, Elton John's like fundraiser for $10,000 a seat. She is like, she got that. She thought like $215,000 earrings were like a good price. Like she is so much more wealthy. Also, her husband owns like a massive hedge fund. She got half of his shares. Like, she is right. so much more wealthy than any of these women. I would even argue wealthier than maybe Kathy. And Ooh. yet, and and like, she's on this other level of wealth that she went to the Met Gala like five times. Like, Erica would never be invited to the Met Gala. Erica wouldn't be invited to walk in like a good fashion week in like a Dolce & Gabbana show. Like, right. it's just- The small town Sutton thing is, doesn't really make it. Sutton is not small town. Sutton is high society. <laughs> She also doesn't name drop those things. No, you like find also, the information right, after. It's like pretty classy. So I'm saying like, she's not like she's like, you know, saying like, I'm not small town. Like I have all this money right. and like I walked in. The, like she's like, it's almost like much more classy that she's not actually going right. back at that. She's letting I mean, it might be that she's just sort of like, um, like too shocked to come back like strongly in those moments. Even in the Eric confessionals, though, like. You know right. I mean? True. I mean, like, like, I feel like Denise kind of said a few times, like, or alluded to in her confessionals, like, I'm a lot more famous than any of these women. <laughs> yeah. That's Do you remember true. that? Where she right, was like, yeah. yeah. But I was like, I mean, true. But yeah. like, it's kind of almost like it's it could have spoken for itself. But she was like, yeah, I've been on the cover of like a million magazines because like I'm Denise Richards. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sutton is. Yeah. Sutton doesn't like she lets people find the information, which is, again, like so Southern you know, like of right. her, but yeah, Sutton is the real deal, like high society, like real money, like the kind of money that doesn't talk about how much money they have because they have so much and they just don't like want to or right. need to. And everyone and, and Erica like loves calling like it's just I wish like everyone could know. I wish there could be like a bubble that pops up like well, now they will. Sutton. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, I don't know how many more episodes are there in the season. I think only one, and then the reunion. Oh wow, I'm very very excited. Maybe there's the two, reunion. and then the reunion. But it's who would you kick off for next year? Rena. Okay, we're aligned. I was I would say Rena. Definitely Rena. Um, my second person who I would kick off would probably be Dorit. But um, I th she can it's almost like. Dorit is almost like almost more intriguing because sometimes I like Dorit in some scenes. In some scenes I like her, and in some scenes I'm like, ugh. ugh same. Yeah, I feel but the like same she, way. She can it's stay. like a little bit of a dichotomy, and it was almost like intriguing. Whereas I feel like um, I always this season I always hate Rena, no matter what she's saying. She is. She's never endearing. No, she hasn't been endearing for a while. Like. She was when she started, maybe. She was when she started and she was good at like stirring the drama. But now she's like really she be, she's become very like tactless and right. And own it. Own it. Own it. Be 
honest ourselves. Right. Like, what have you been honest about in the entire show? Like, what secret family thing have you? Oh, your daughter's like anorexia, which you just probably used to get her to like to get her more famous. Right. Right. Probably as like a storyline for you to like up her public like as a public awareness yeah. of her she's just she's such an asshole like she's i think rinna is like kind of scum of the earth like as a person yeah she sucks i don't like her at all this season and i don't i want her to stop being mean to garcelle yeah agreed garcelle is great like i feel like she seems I very what, very I being like oh what a queen but like i actually kind of feel that way about her <laughs> Like, I hate that, like, like die hard, like fangirling, but I am a big right. fan of hers. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't like Kyle. Yeah. You like, don't like- she, Kyle needs to stay, but I don't like her. Yeah. Kyle needs to stay. I go back and forth on Kyle, like, all the time in a different way than I go back and forth on Dorit. Like, I think Kyle, I can't explain. It. Like, I feel like she's like a well intended soul that was sort of ruined by like her life and her circumstances and now she's just like playing that all out right i think i kind of agree like if she happened to be born into like a wholesome midwestern family like she would just be like like a a cool midwestern mom who like was just like a good mom raising her kids and like not that ambitious yeah because she was like in this circumstance that's who she is yeah with her particular sisters and her particular mother and in Beverly, you know, in California. But yeah, I you can see when you see her with her family and like even with her, like the way she talks to Mauricio, like you can just tell she's like, oh, she I do believe is a well-meaning person, although she I do. I think she's learned that the way you have to move through the world is that you have to like manipulate and be like, right, a little too LVP. Right. Like I think she picked up like shitty um, like habits behaviors from the people around her but you can see what when she's with her family like she's really sweet and caring and like you can't fake that so i guess although i do think there's like more there than i think she tries to pretend they're like a little more perfect than they are every definitely hide i know family is perfect like obviously no family is perfect but i think she like sets up this like Mauricio and I are like so deeply in love and all of our kids are like so amazing and like I don't know I just think there's like there's got to be some cobwebs under there there are a hundred percent and obviously like you know everyone has them but I just wish she would be like a little more self-deprecating and also stop pretending like she was a talented actress that part really (laughs) annoys me (laughs) okay I also think she's a little she's not smart like I don't think she's smart and that's why her like so let's say I didn't go to college because I wasn't smart. Don't say I didn't go to college because I was like, a no, I don't think that's actress. why I don't think it has anything to do with college. I think I'm saying like she is I just don't think she's that smart in the sense of like she's not like she didn't read the L.A. Times or she pretend like it's just she isn't like the brightest bulb. But I also don't think she like is trying to pretend like she is like Erica is. She's less annoying this season than she was last season where she would start like sporadically crying and saying that everyone wasn't being truthful. <laughs> yeah do you remember yeah. her last season she was like a lot more irritating she stopped doing that this season someone must have told her i think another thing she learned was that like emotion will get you what you want like crying i guess she cries all the time so it must be a a learned behavior yeah she used to cry even more i think she's like controlling herself a little bit as we some go. people i think just can't hold in the waterworks 
Well, I find that annoying, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Kyle, like control yourself. Kyle can stay. Kyle can stay. She kind of has to stay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rena's gotta go. Gotta go. What a shitty person. Like, she's like in my she's like in my like Ramona category of just like, you are such a shithead. Like it's almost she's you. almost worse than Ramona because no, she's just with, she's just like Ramona. Because no, I think she's worse than Ramona because Ramona, like everyone around her is constantly telling her that she's an asshole. And like that's because Ramona she, lives in New York. I know, but I'm saying like, at least there's a sense of like Ramona pays for it, at least with like her circle of friends. Like she's like, she almost like her 50 closest girlfriends has to work. You know what I'm saying? Like everything she says is absurd. All of her friends are constantly making fun of her for like how absurd she is. Like Rinna, like never has to answer for anything. Right. So I find Rinna to be like a lot more annoying because she just thinks she's like in the cool group and like can do whatever she wants and no one ever like checks her. Yeah. At least Ramona, like everyone is like, People are caught like it's very well known amongst like New York, even Ramona's friends like Ramona's an asshole. And that's just kind of something we accept about her. And Ramona doesn't really care that everyone thinks that because she doesn't change. Like, I mean, no, she doesn't change. But like Ramona's like a little more racist than Rina. I mean, Rina, I think was like I think she has a lot of like I think she's probably bad worse at covering it up than Rina. Maybe Rina is just more calculated again. Like she's more like I think. Ramona is more brazenly who she is, which is an asshole right. and probably pretty racist. Yeah. But like it's I find that almost like better than Rinna, who's like pretending. Right. For, like to trying to be to appear a certain way. Something that's interesting about both of them, just while we're doing the comparison, is that they're both really into like money. But I think Ramona's so much better with like managing her money than Rinna is like Rinna. Obviously, like, we'll hustle, make money for anything. But apparently, according to Ronald Richards, the trustee in the Erica Jane case, like, Rinna's house is, like, mortgaged to the hilt. And, like, there's – and that's part of why, like, I feel right. like she is defending Erica or, like, not calling Erica out in any way or questioning her at all. And I am just excited until we – like, for the day that we find out what that true tie is between Rinna and Erica. I can't wait. Me either. Um, <laughs> but that's our, I know we were supposed to quickly touch upon. Uh, we can't help ourselves. We are obsessed with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's all I can think um, about. <laughs> it's literally though, Sammy will send me like deep Reddit like conspiracy timelines about Erica Jane. I to be TBH. They're not conspiracies. They are actually documented. Fine. Sure, documented, documented timelines. I, I like care about this, but I only care about like the TV version of it. Oh, I. I'm like, I care about like the crime of it. We've all been there trying to fit everything we might need for a trip only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip. No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, 
washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. This actually kind of leads us into our, our other topics for today. We want to talk about Gabrielle Petito and the Murdoch murders. Um, but before we get into this, like, I will say in the in the realm of true crime, I the reason I'm like so into the Erica Jane thing is that like the true crime things that I enjoy are like financial scandals, scams, like okay. anything with money and like rich people behaving like badly. But when you get into like murder and like that sort of thing, that's where I sort of shut off in the true crime realm because like I just don't think it's like I just don't think that like get I don't get entertained. That's by very murders. interesting. I don't find murders to be entertaining. I find like scams, financial crimes, like other types of like lies to be intriguing. But murders so like more into really white bother. collar, much more into white collar. I just find like when someone died, like like the speculation around it and like the consumption for entertainment is like a little gruesome and it bothers me like. People were like gleefully consuming this like Gabby Petito content. It's like a girl was like abused by her boyfriend and he most likely killed her. Like that is not yeah, entertaining. I, mean, I, don't think, I don't think you can be gleeful about it. I People think that's are weird, though. Like I'm saying like the, you, I'm saying but Tom Tom Girardi stole from like a like you're kind of gleefully into the Tom the Erica Jane thing and then they stole like from like orphans and widows and like tsunami I mean, victims. Like is that I mean, it's first of all, like, I think there's a difference between like financial crimes and like murder. Like, I think there just is. Obviously. Like, but I'm yeah. saying, like, I don't think you're wrong for being like intrigued. But like, for me, okay, I'll give you my take yeah. is like, I don't love, like, I don't like like serial killer stuff. I don't like any of that. When there is a crime, murder, or like kidnapping or something like that surrounding like a relationship or relationship yeah. dynamics, that is very intriguing to me. That is More actually, so yeah. That, yeah, you know that's I mean? also, it's less more yeah. about that to me than like, oh, someone was murdered. It's more like, what is the like emotional, psychological like relationship here? And how did that like unfold to get to that point? 
Yeah, no, I, I, I see, I see that. Like, if I am going to consume a murder <laughs> as, mm. as content, like serial killers are so random. I don't. That doesn't intrigue me at I all. I don't. Yeah, I'm not interested in serial killers. I think it goes back to this what we were saying in the beginning. Like, I don't like gory, dirt. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't like anything too messy. You know, <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> yeah. Um, like your crimes um, through bank wires. <laughs> yeah, I like my crimes. Yeah, nothing you can physically touch like about that yeah right yeah i mean the gabby petito thing i think was just like because it, here's why i think it was also so gobbled up by the meeting besides ob- the obvious missing white women cute little blonde girl like saying yeah. which is like very clear it happened with lauren spear too we've talked about that i think on this actual podcast it's like very yeah. fucked up um but also it was like almost like a very gen z crime like or like there's like because I mean, it's funny because I heard about this case at first on Sunday night and I went to go look at Gabby Petito's Instagram and she mm. had by that point, by the time I had seen it and I saw it through a New York Times article, like 110,000 followers. She started with like 20 or like 18, like something right. low, but there were some followers. Right. And then you're kind of like looking through her posts and seeing like how they look, you know, so happy. And she's like, seems like this free spirit and like the boyfriend, you know, this like about like composting and all this shit. And like van life, which is also kind of Gen Z. Right. And then you, I looked at her um, Instagram like last night. She has over a million followers. I'm looking at it right point. now. Right. Yeah. And like the comments, the comments less so on hers than like the boyfriends or the yeah. fiancés. The fiance, the comments on the fiancés are just like, literally, it seems like it's out of a movie. It's just like murderer. We're going to find you. Where's Gabby? Like all, like all this shit. It was like, it feels like you're watching got like a real life gone girl. Yeah, it is. Cause like, except she didn't yeah, fake it. See, I know, but I'm saying, no, but I mean, just saying in terms of like, the thing is like, everyone is acting like how they would in the movies of like people, you know, picketing outside the house. Like where's Gabby? Yeah. Tell us where she is. It's like strangers. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like the outrage of this thing, it does. And I think that's also part of like for me, obviously, I would never ever comment on any like on like physically comment on any of these Instagrams. Like, I think that's like very absurd. But there's so many people, so many verified people, so many people I know who are following her and following him. It just feels like it's almost like you're watching a real life movie unfold. Right. I mean, now I'm following them. And also he is like he during this all is like never disables comments is still it like starts unfollowing some of the people that he was following. He's also like, quote unquote, missing, but he's clearly like on the run. Right. I think he's probably in like Mexico or something or like Canada, but it may be probably harder to get into Canada. How did he get in Mexico? How did he get into Mexico? He wasn't well, he wasn't like he was just a person of interest. I don't think like in the beginning they probably didn't do anything with his passport, but I guess they would know. Right. I Maybe they like, snuck him in. I mean, who? Yeah, I mean. There, I also think the reason it was interesting is because like there was that TikTok about there, there was that TikTok where the girl totally. said like I picked him up he paid me two hundred dollars to go like ten miles. There was also that police body camera video where where like right. And again, it's not the police's job to be like you can't be in this relationship anymore. But it's interesting. Which is still kind of what they tell her like you should leave. They, this relationship yeah. well they did but, give her like good advice honestly like it was probably like you know the best thing they've done yeah i yeah. mean also the social of course, media they took care of the white woman though, obviously you know? yeah i was thinking that too yeah i mean obviously the social also like that's what i'm saying like it's also like the social media element of it like the girl from tiktok who like picked up him up 
as yeah. a hitchhiker, like found out about this case, not from the news because no one on Gen Z watches the fucking news or like it's reading articles yeah. on the news. She found out about it through like other TikTok, TikTok. other like Instagram posts. So it's just a very, I think there's like that element of it. Like there's a lot of different things that kind of come together and you see like her dad on Dr. Phil and I'm like, this feels like Gone Girl. Like it feels it like. It does. Yeah. I mean, it makes, I understand why the media like took to this. Like I completely get that. It's just, um, I don't know, like, why the sensation at this level? Like, because I think it's like unfolding in front of you. Um, you have a suspect that's like very clearly, like, pretty much like you kind of know it was him. Like, otherwise, you probably wouldn't just come back and not answer any phone calls or speak to anyone on her side. Like, to me, it seems like pretty obvious he either accidentally or purposely uh, killed her. There's no autopsy. Allegedly. There will be no there. there, there There's no autopsy yet. There's right. But I'm saying we haven't seen one yet, but like they're well, doing they ruled one. it a homicide. Like the manner of death is a homicide, but the right. cause of death is undetermined. Is but, like my question is like, let's say, OK, I don't again, we don't know like how if there was like a weapon or if he like pushed her. It seems mm-hmm. like if you push someone in a national park and they're like on a cliff, like. Well, if they're calling it a homicide, I don't think they would label it a homicide if she just fell off a cliff. Well, right. I don't get how they know. Also, if she just fell off a cliff, like it's kind of like the the fact that he's not saying anything is making it like if he wanted to push her off a cliff, like push her off a cliff and then say she fell. But like, don't not say anything. Maybe he like maybe he like used like a rock to hit her in the head, like a blunt force trauma or something. That's not out there yet. Apparently, she had a friend that said that Brian had like these like episodes and Gabby had to like come stay with her at one point. So like, clearly it seems like to me, the obvious answer. And again, I don't actually know. So this is me like speculating is that like he got into an episode, got really annoyed with her, like killed her either by accident or like intentionally freaked out, drove home. I mean, I don't know what the hitchhiking thing was. I guess maybe he like put her somewhere and then tried to find his way back to the van, but eventually found his way back to the van anyway. So he like goes home, he gets home, like, probably like the day or two later, drive straight home. And right. then he tells his parents and they're like, okay, you need to like get the fuck out of here. And then they like figure out a way to get him. I think, I feel like there's no way he's still, he's either, I feel like they, he's probably out of the country by now or like they've gotten him out somewhere. If he's in a different country, it's probably Mexico. But Yeah, I would assume. But who they're knows? They're in Florida, so it's like, like I don't not know. that close. <laughs> I know it's not that close, but it's like he had like a three day head start. Like he left on a Tuesday. His parents didn't say he was gone until Friday. Right. I think I think the parents also like make like the parents, I think, kind of make it a little interesting because it's like are his parents covering for him? Like then you get that element that you can speculate about. Another thing that intrigued me about it, and this kind of goes to like what you were saying about the relationships, is that like think about like friends we've had when we were like that age whose like relationships were like kind of unstable and Mm -hmm. like you could see you could almost see people you know or know of like in a situation where they were like getting into like brutal fights if they were on a road trip together and like like it's almost like not that it could have happened to someone like we know or could have maybe but like you could see that like sort of like contentious relationship like you can right. recognize that yeah i think that's another reason why it's also like this kind of it seems like relatable in some sense of like also they seem so happy on instagram you know in their maybe youtube videos where they're like 
kissing on the mountains. Why are they engaged um, so young? I don't know. I mean, like, it seems like they didn't really go to college. They met in high school. So they've been dating for like four or five years. And then I I heard on Crime Junkie where they were talking about it, that like they were engaged and then they like decided to just go back to being boyfriend and girlfriend. So they might have it's like it seems like a non like. I don't think it was like an engagement in the sense that like our friends are getting engaged or right. I think it was like like a very much like a Brian asked me to marry him probably with no ring. And then like and well, then we I got don't into see a, a ring in and the photos. Got, right. And then we got into a fight. I'm speculating again. And it seems like it's like, oh, and then we got into a fight. So we're like, okay, let's just go back to being boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, not I the most that, mature I feel, of relationships. I do feel, I really felt for her in the video um, where with the, the cops video um, where she was like blaming herself She's like, I made him mad. Like, it was very clearly yeah. an abusive. And also, like, the idea that she was like, she was like a pharmacy tech. She was like saving up for this trip. And then she's like trying to. And it's very, that's also what seems very Gen Z about it to me. It's like, she is like, and then their fight that morning was about her trying to like start this website and him kind of like, I guess, her struggling not, to like set up this website, yeah. him not really like thinking that she was going to be like good at it. Um, and like, also just the idea of like, a very Gen Z thing to do, I feel like, would be like, I'm going to be like big on the Internet. Yeah. Like, that's going to be my path. And like, you know, I'm going to I'm I'm fancying myself as this like flower child. And like, I'm going to this is going to be like my life, my ticket to this. It just seemed very I'm sure like many a Gen Zer saw that and was like, yeah, I've always thought about like doing that or like I want to be big on the internet and not really work right I mean and do van life and like go to all the national parks and shit I mean it's really sad because like there's no more looking for her it's just like where is he right I don't know I wonder if they'll find him they need they need Um, eyes everywhere like you got right (laughs) I mean they do have I think one thing they've done pretty well with this is like Although I feel like if I saw him on the street, I wouldn't recognize him. Like I might at this point. I've seen enough photos. That nose is pretty distinct. I've got to study the picture more, I guess. I Look wonder where he is. Look at the nose. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's kind of like there's no way he wasn't involved in some way, shape or form. It's right. Impossible. Like, there's like impossible. Why would you not just why would you not say anything? I it's impossible. It's impossible. I mean, that's probably why he's still running. Like he could have turned himself in at any point. Right. I mean, aren't you curious? I mean, you know, you say like, this isn't like the kind of case you're like that intensely following, but aren't you curious? Like how she died? Like, are you're going to like read the autopsy? Like when someone like when it comes out, I will, um, I will read it, but I'm not like, I'm much more curious about like, I'm much more like interested in seeking out information about Erica Jane. <laughs> <laughs> That's a media sensation also. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not like anti-media sensation since when am I anti-media sensation? I just don't think that, I don't know. He probably hit her with a rock in the head. Like, unless he had a weapon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he did. Yeah, I, I don't know. I agree with you. It probably was like an accident or on purpose, but like, yeah, he did it. And then you're like, yeah, and then he ran. Yeah. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket 
jean jacket from Lee and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So should we talk about another true crime case um, of the ilk that I don't enjoy as much? <laughs> yes. The Mur- this one following- was too confusing for me. Are you following <laughs> this? The Murdochs? No. All, the only information I have is from what you told me. There's like too many moving parts. My brain can't handle it. There are so many moving parts of this one. Okay. I can tell you the murders got famous when Alex Murdoch. Okay. First of all, the reason that this is all like. The family, the Murdoch family is apparently like very prominent. They're like, they basically control, like, it seems like they kind of like right. control the you legal all, system. And Simi, what? you also love stories about like rich people. I do. I love rich people. Um, Much more than stories about like average or poor people. Just like yes. more, I think you find them a lot more intriguing. Well, I just think there's so much more that is available to rich people to, to like do. Like this story is a great example of of that would you be intrigued by a rich so you are more intrigued by a rich murder than like a i mean i'm not really that i'm not really following this case that 
heavy heavily okay. either, honestly. I just um I actually find yeah, no, I'm not following this that intensely either, but I what the part that I find interesting is that the family is like has so much control over like the law enforcement system in their in their area and they're now like they are the now the suspects. <laughs> That's right. the part I find interesting. Futile. It's like the fi- it's like again, it's like the financial control that they have is the part I find interesting. Right. Like the cover-ups they tried to perpetrate because of how wealthy they are. Hmm. So, so okay. yeah. Can, yeah, give us like can you it's tough. I feel like with this case it's tough to give like a 50-foot view it because is. it I doesn't make kinda, sense that way. <laughs> yeah, I think you kind of have to go backwards because the the Murdoch murders are the murder of the wife and son of this guy, Alex Murdoch. And Alex Murdoch is like the really powerful patriarch. His father's also like very powerful. Um, I think they go back like several generations of like being like the most prominent law firm in the area, as well as like they have the Alex Murdoch was like the part time DA of right. the area. So it's like they're the lawyers. Be a part time DA. Yeah, they're like the lawyers and they're the prosecutor, like, like the the prosecutor. So it's that's like the corruption piece. So basically, like it got big when Alex Murdoch's wife and one of his sons was killed. They're both killed. But the part that I find more interesting about this is actually the fact that Paul Murdoch had kind of been on the hook for killing this girl, Mallory Beach, in a boating accident, um, like, a few months earlier? Or no, a few, like, maybe Paul it was, like, a year. Paul is Alex's dad? Brother. Paul son. is Alex's son. Alex is, like, okay. the dad, like, the powerful dad. Okay. His wife is Maggie. And okay. Paul was one of the sons who, and but he happened to also be the son who, like, was drunk driving a boat and very like succession this girl. Yeah. So I actually think the boat accident is like a much more interesting um, piece of the case because they tried to frame another guy on the boat for killing her. And they like baby, they, and like this guy, um, his name is Connor cook. He was worried that like, he was going to be like on the hook for this girl dying in this boating accident when Paul Murdoch, the son, was actually the one driving. And they all went to the hospital right after. And Alex Murdoch came to the hospital and was trying to, like, manipulate the story. Right. And and that's, again, like, where you see their, they get out of, like, everything. Um, so where do they stand now? Like, what's the latest? So, I mean, now Paul Murdoch is dead. So, like, I don't think he's going to be someone murdered voting him and the wife. Someone murdered him and the wife. But it's unclear who. But then, like, two weeks ago, Alex Murdoch got shot in the head, but then survived. It was like a glancing wound in the head. (laughs) And then he so he claims someone like shot him when he was like changing his tire. Someone drove by and shot him. But then a member of his law firm told the New York Times that Alex had hired a hitman to shoot him because he had taken a life insurance policy out on himself so that his son could then. The other son. Yeah, another son. His name is Buster, like in Arrested (laughs) Development, could collect the the, the life insurance money. And then 
the hitman got arrested and he confessed to the plot. And then Alex Murdoch turned himself in and now he's going to face charges probably of insurance fraud. But like it's still unclear who killed his wife right. and his son. And there's no one who was held accountable for killing this girl, Mallory Beach, on the boat. And it's just the family. They need a documentary on this whole thing. They need a documentary on, like, the family and, like... Multi-part. See, I'm more interested in, like, the backstory of the family. Like, what other right. fucked up shit have they been doing? Clearly, like, yeah, you don't just start with that. Like, no. <laughs> it seems like it's, like, a lot of, like, covering stuff up. Right. I'm surprised they've been able to get away with that for so long, though. Right. I don't think most people start their crime at hiring a hitman to shoot them to then so their son right. can collect the insurance money. And yeah, he was, I assume maybe he was behind the murders of like the wife and the other son or something like, like that, or he had something to do with it. But or someone, why? I guess, was getting revenge. Maybe someone was like using that as a revenge tactic against him. The son who killed the woman seems like an uh, like a terrible person too. The one who also got killed. Horrible asshole. Like he yeah. seems like literally like the world's worst nightmare. Like ready to become Donald Trump or Donald Trump Jr. I need to see like a family tree. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, let's talk yeah. more about this as that as both of these cases unfold. I feel like we can discuss them next week because so sadly we are out of time and I, we got through a lot today, even though, you know, obviously we did more Real Housewives than intended. A lot usual. of criming, a lot of criming. Yeah, so much crime. Yeah. Is this a Real Housewives podcast or a true crime podcast? It's I'm like, sure. it's both. Yes. As long as the Real Housewives keep committing crimes. Like, That's the best. I mean, we still yeah. have Mary Cosby coming. And then we haven't even like then you have like the housewives Jen who Shaw. have like. Yeah, right. Like Jen Shaw, we have to like cover and then you'll have Mary Cosby. And then you got the other people like where's what's with Reed's money? What's with Lisa Barlow's money? Like, right. We'll get yeah. into that. Yeah. The, the the intersection where true crime meets. um. Real Housewives. Yeah, that's like that really thing. is actually my favorite um, corner of the world because <laughs> it's like lot. It's like playing out right in front of you. It's the yeah. Best. Yeah. All right. We will be back next week um, with more on this and anything else that pops up between then and now. Yeah. Be sure to rate, review and subscribe and follow the show on Apple or Spotify. And we will talk to you next week on the App Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Dana Samuel. Editing by Sean Kilby and Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.